When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as the mayor of PHNX. And of course, we are brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX. And simply for betting $1 on any NFL or NBA game, uh, you will get $100 in free bets should those teams score any points, which seems like a very high likelihood, especially for NBA games. So go get your free bets from the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, I am joined today, as always, by my vice mayor, the one and only uh, Thunderstick, Jesse Friedman. Big day for the Diamondbacks, Derek. Brent Strom, it, it actually happened. It, it actually happened. happened. So here we are. Oh, <laughs> I have, I, we'll get to it later, but I have a whole list of requests now. Uh, now that I know <laughs> that we have the front office's ear. Now that yeah, we they've know been they're listening, listening clearly. So clearly that we are, you know, that's, I, that's something I need to slip into our intro, right? The, 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 the podcast of the front office of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Do you think they uh, listened to our show where we spent Ken Kendrick's money the other day? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. They were making notes <laughs> diligently. Uh, they were putting together a list of, of who we want and uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll ask for that all the time now, knowing that you guys are listening, but uh, big news, obviously today that the Arizona Diamondbacks have, uh, or I guess it's not official yet, but the news coming out that the Arizona Diamondbacks will be hiring Brent Strom from the Houston Astros, a, uh, the pitching coach, somebody who I have spoke very highly of over the last few weeks, uh, watching the Astros in the playoffs, everything they've done, just somebody I, uh, admired. I enjoyed his interviews and his answers. Uh, I really liked his philosophies on being a pitching coach. And it was it was the exact kind of guy I wanted the Diamondbacks to go off after. Little did I know that's exactly who they were targeting. So, uh, But to talk about that today, we actually have a, a friend of the podcast that we've invited on, uh, Chandler Rome, uh, Astros beat writer for the Houston Chronicle. Chandler, thank you so much for joining us, man. We appreciate it. And we are excited to hear a little more about Brent Strom. Yeah, um, I hate to rub salt in the wounds, but there hasn't been much to be excited about in Diamondbacks land for the last you're, 12 months. So you're I'm, absolutely I'm happy, right. I'm happy that you guys are happy. Hey, we, we were enjoying tanking there for a while. We looked, we've tried to accentuate the positives and just, you know, ride it to the very end. But I think the thing exciting here is that the, the D-backs, Mike Hazen, their general manager, has, has said several times that they are committed to their farm system and developing their young pitchers that are kind of right there 
on the cusp of being big leaguers into their next, you know, major league squad. I feel at times like teams are kind of aspiring to be what the Astros uh, became after after their three consecutive seasons of uh, terrible baseball or you know losing seasons or whatever. How how that turned around and became uh, one of the most successful teams in baseball. Yeah, um, and it, it's no surprise that you're seeing a brain drain from the Astros and, and from more recently, the Rays. I mean, the Rays are losing yes. people left and right. And it feels like that's just like what the Astros were going through from 2018 to 2020, really. Um, you know, this one was a little more unconventional. Um, I don't think Brent Strom's decision to leave the Astros was a surprise, but um, certainly uh, I think if you guys watched maybe the interview he gave after game six of the world series, it was really unknown kind of what his next move was. He, he, in one answer, he would mention wanting to go lay on the beach in Mexico, which yes. after, after <laughs> right. talking, look, after talking to him today, I can confirm he still wants to go lay on the beach in Mexico. We all that do. Is, Absolutely. That, that is, that, that is his, uh, that's his foremost retirement goal. <laughs> um, but then another another breath, he would say that, you know, if the right opportunity um, arises, he would answer. And, um, you know, he does live in Tucson, which I'm not up on my Arizona geography, but I'm pretty sure it's somewhat close to Phoenix. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it gives him a, a chance to be somewhat closer to home. Um, I, I did think it was a little odd that he took a major league pitching coach job just because he did mention the rigors of the travel. And when I talked to him today, you know, he did say, you know, and this is a this is a luxury that I think any baseball man would love to have. But you know, he talked about going deep in the playoffs five straight years. I mean, this team went to the ALCS, has been to the ALCS five years in a row, World Series three of the last five years. Um, it, it it can grate on you a little bit. I mean, and the, the success yeah. is one thing, but I mean, we're we're still humans, and I mean, it, it's a, it's a long, grueling season when you're when you're playing as long as they are. And I think maybe you know he was always going to leave. I don't think this was like a spur of the moment decision, but. I think once he had a couple days to decompress after the World Series, it, it really kind of registered with him that he wasn't ready to give it up completely just yet. Chandler, I want to ask you, this has been, uh, frankly, a big day uh, in this Diamondbacks offseason. Frankly, this might be the biggest day in the Diamondbacks offseason <laughs> uh, for, for this entire winter. They're not exactly expected to spend a whole lot of money. And, uh, and Brent Strom is really a, a pretty formidable name. I mean, it's not often that you hire a coach and you get this many rave reviews, you know, right off the bat. A lot of people have spoken very highly of him. Obviously, you know, covering the Astros since 2018, you've been around him a little bit. You've, you know, you've talked to him before. Uh, can you just give Diamondbacks fans and us just a sense of who Brent Strom is and why you think he gets uh, just all of this positivity, right? All of these... Uh, great things that have been said about him today. Why is that the case? And, and what kind of a guy is he that's coming here to the Diamondbacks? Strom is the best. Um, he's going to look, um, I, I think one of the biggest regrets or um, tragedies, of, if you will, of my tenure covering the team is when AJ Hinch was the manager of the Astros, assistant coaches could not speak to the media. So Brent Strom barely spoke to the media until Dusty Baker got here. Really? And we were really missing out, man. He he is the best. He's a gem. <laughs> um, um, I, I think a, a couple of things here. Um, so this is in no way to diminish anything Brent Strom did. But there is a lot more to the Astros pitching development monster than just him. I mean, they've sure. got great analysts. 
They've got guys that are on the cutting edge of pitch shape, pitch, pitch sequencing, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And they've, and, and Strami, he, he will tell you right out. He, he's just the point man. He's the guy that ends up on TV. That's not to diminish anything he's done. I think this is one of the best pitching coaches in baseball. And I think the Diamondbacks did a great job, but without knowing the inner workings of the Diamondbacks and how they, how their pitching system is, how their analysts are, how they embrace technology, advanced stats, all, all that kind of stuff. Like I, I'm not sure how to comment on that specifically, but I will say what Brent Strom is really good at. He's one of the most progressive and forward thinking 73 year old people you'll ever meet just in terms <laughs> of how he takes, mm. how he takes information that maybe you would think a 73 year old baseball lifer would just kind of cast aside. He takes it and he's able to blend it so well with, just the gut and how pitching is supposed to be. And I think that's the biggest thing that, that, that Brent Strom was able to do. And I think what Diamondbacks fans should maybe look at more than, you know, look, Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander, those are the guys that you're going to see and you're going to be like, oh, my God. Like, right. like they were really good before Brent Strom got I would look sure. more at the Colin McHughes, Will Harris, Charlie Morton. I mean, these guys that were – um, middle of the road, nothing pitchers, I and mean, that's no offense to them, but they were just kind no. of middle of the road yeah. average guys. Yeah, and they came to the Astros, and it wasn't just Brent Strom, but they got better. And it was oh, the way that Stromy could explain and impart what the front office, what the analytics guys saw, and they they were able to make you know they were able to make people better. And I think that's maybe what this Diamondbacks team um, will benefit from Stromy today. When I was talking to him, he he made it a point to reference the 2014 Astros, you know, because that's when he started. His first year with the Astros was 2014. They had lost 111 games the year before. Yeah. They went from 111 losses in 2013 to 70 and 92 in 2014. And you saw market improvements from Dallas Keuchel and Colin McHugh. And I think that's maybe what excites Brent the most about this job. I, I think he, I think he even mentioned today that he does want to start kind of I don't think he said ground zero, but he wants to start a, a kind of a new thing. He wants to yeah. see if he can build this thing up again, because by the end, and this is one of the reasons that, that he departed, you know, the Astros had built such a machine, such a behemoth that they had a lot of great coaches in the minor leagues and a lot of coordinators that had been with this new core of Astros pitching that had been within their whole careers. And he thought it was probably better that those young guys kind of take this next wave of, of pitchers in their next career. So maybe Brent Strom is the guy that, that, you know, can, can start that core here with the Diamondbacks. He absolutely <clears throat> can be, I think. And he referenced that you're right. He referenced um, how he felt like the Astros were in good hands and that essentially he, he could leave that to other people. I, I think what excites us as fans and as people that cover this team is everything you said there has this remarkable connection to this Diamondbacks team. When I say that, I mean, you know, the, the similarities between the fact that they lost 111 games and the Diamondbacks lost 110 this season. You look at the Diamondbacks starting pitching rotation and it doesn't feel like they should be as mediocre as they are. Zach Gallen has shown signs of being brilliant. Madison Bumgarner obviously is who he is. Uh, Merrill Kelly, you know, held things down for this team throughout the season, but he, it feels like at times even even he could be better. And, and that's not even to get into the young guys that haven't really, you know, made a big impact or been at the major league level for very long. I feel at times that this team has had a problem with translating analytics to their pitchers. 
uh, I've heard Madison Bumgarner and other guys basically make it sound like the analytics and stuff that they're getting from this team is too, maybe too complicated. Maybe it's too much. Maybe it's not being interpreted in the right way. I don't know because they don't really specify. They just kind of say, uh, like Bumgarner said at one, one point, a lot of stuff was being thrown at him and that he felt like once he was able to kind of shut some of it out, he was able to in, improve his game. Strom seems like the perfect guy based on your description that <laughs> to fix some of this based on the fact that he, he can connect with someone like Madison Bumgarner, who, who is a bit of an older pitcher and kind of make some of this analytic stuff make uh, more sense to someone like him, or just having that kind of ability to mentor these young guys while still uh, hanging on to the, the, the information and not, like you like being not not being so old school about it, right? Yeah, I think so. And I think, you know, like you said, I think that's probably the most important thing here. I think Strami going to an organization that um maybe just had was barren, had nothing to work with. I, I don't think that would have worked. But like you said, like he's Madison Baumgartner. Like you have Matt like I get he hasn't right. looked like Madison Baumgartner in the past, but like you still have Madison Baumgartner. Just right. like the Astros when they got Justin Verlander and Garrett Cole. I mean like these guys were – that was still Justin Verlander, and it was still Garrett Cole. They, they didn't need to, like, completely reinvent them. But sure. it was just like, hey, maybe three or four seam are up in the zone a little bit. Maybe stop throwing two seams down in the zone. Like, and I'm not saying it's going to be that easy with this team, but like right. like I said, I mean, they've got Madison Bumgarner. Zach Gallon was really, really good. Same thing with um, Merrill Kelly. I know they've got some good young talent in their system, you know. This doesn't seem to me like, and I, and I think something you said kind of resonated. Like when I, I didn't have much reason to look at the Diamondbacks baseball reference all year, but like I went and looked at it today when I was writing about Brent Strom, and I was like, how did this team have a five ERA? Like, I mean, they, yes, they don't right. have, yeah. right. they don't, they don't have a lot of like just guys I've never heard of. Like, yeah, they've got some decent pitchers, so I, I think that will help. And, and again, I do think Stromy is able to kind of just um i don't know if i can curse on this podcast but he's able to cut through the bs oh you can say kind of just say the bullshit he, just say he's able to just kind of cut through the bullshit just be yeah. like look, right like here's what we think you do well you sh- need to do it more and i think that's the the genesis of what the astros and how they've done what they've done is you know everyone thinks it's like this magic formula or something but it's like no, like their their analysts saw that like Ryan Presley spins the hell out of the ball, like keep spinning the ball, or like they saw that Garrett Cole and Justin Burling are the riding four seam action, like keep throwing that. Like it, yeah. it's more of like here's what you do well, and we're going to focus on it and forget everything else. And I think that more than anything is a lot simpler than just like hey, you give up a a, a four eighty OPS on pitches located in this quadrant, but you give up a 980 OPS and pitches located in this quadrant. So throw to this quadrant, but only in this count. Like it can get a lot, like a lot of that can be a lot going on in your head. So no, absolutely. I do think Strami is able to simplify it. And I think just kind of his folksy, kind of old school kind of hilarity, I think will help too. He's a guy that's really easy to get along with. And he's, I have not met a pitcher that didn't love working with him. The, the thing I really like just about all their hirings, just to let you let you in on this, is it's completely the opposite direction of the, the Lavello's entire staff prior to this. Right. Which is kind of weird to me because Strom, Jeff Bannister, 
you know, these guys are guys that have years and years of experience. And Lavolo has always seemed like the type of guy that was open to collaboration. I think bringing in guys like this that can not only mentor the players, but can give Tori Lavolo good advice and, and just information that he only can use, but like he respects these guys. So I feel like he's going to listen to them. I also feel like they're not going to shy away from telling him what they think. And, and I don't I don't know if that was happening with his with his previous staff. There was just such a lack of experience with every single person that he's replacing now with someone of immense experience. Yeah, and, and look, collab like I think the thing that AJ Hinch did best is AJ just kind of let Stromy work. I mean, yeah. Was, yeah, I mean, obviously, like he's like the manager and he's gonna oversee everything, but you kind of just have to let Stromy do his thing. And it's not just again, like I'm not trying to belittle anything Brent Strom did, but there's a lot more going on than just, you know, Brent Strom being this magic, um, magic coach. But I mean, there's a lot going on in the organization and a lot of people had a lot of influence, but Brent Strom, I I think when he calls himself the point man, that's probably the best description because he's the guy that hears everything, right? He gets the inundation of the analytics and what the advanced stats say and all that. And he's the one that has to present it to the pitchers. And I think that's what's probably the best thing about him is he's going to be able to translate it into something that um, everyone can understand, whether it's the veteran Madison Bumgarner or whether it's just 23-year-old hotshot prospect that comes up and just wants to stay in the league. So I I think you have to have a a depth touch and and a really kind of um, unique persona to be able to to pull that off in Stramiasm. Well, thanks for so much. Uh, thanks so much for joining us today, Chandler. We really, uh, we really appreciate your time. This was great. We promise we will take take good care of Strami while he's here. Yes, promise. we promise. <laughs> so he, he, the first thing he'll probably try to he'll, he'll uh, he's got a, he's got one joke he always runs out, and I'm probably going to spoil it right now. But let's go. Brent, let's ruin it. Brent, Brent Strom. <laughs> in case you didn't know, Brent Strom was the second person to have Tommy John surgery. Tommy John was the first. Brent Strom was the second person <laughs> really? ever to have Tommy John really? surgery. Really? So he always says, well, if I would have been the first person to have Tommy John surgery, I guess they had to call it BS surgery. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that, that's, just, that's, that's just kind of what you're in for with him. He, he's, a, he's a gem of a human being. And, again, I've, I've never met anyone that doesn't like him. So um, it may not translate into a pennant you know, next year, but rest assured y'all are the, the Diamondbacks are in good hands. I, I'm so excited to hear that. And to be honest, it's kind of odd how much of what you said fits in with who I know Tori Lavolo is as a manager, right? Like we've even uh, asked him before this about things like certain players not throwing a certain pitch anymore. And his response was, that's, that's not my department. That's like, that's the pitching coach's department at the time it was Herges, you know? And so, uh, I just am excited to have somebody with this level of experience of coaching, you know, fifth, over 50 years of experience in MLB. And it's just crazy to me to think of him, you know, now being a part of this team that so desperately needs a mentor, you know, that, that to me was what he always came across as in the, uh, in, in the playoff interviews that he did was he, he looked like he looked more like a teacher than a coach. And it's hard to, explain that considering the both of those things are kind of the same right but he just seemed like the type of person that uh is is much more of of a teacher and a mentor to uh to young players 
Yeah, this may rival the uh, this may rival the Grinky returns, the best thing the Diamondbacks have done hey, hey, hey. in the last three years. All right. <laughs> hey, well, Chandler, thank you so much for joining us, man. We appreciate it. Thanks, right, Chandler. Thanks, All right. Well, that was incredible. And you know what, dude? I think that at times I am a little, you know, hesitant about what's going on with this team and and you know they're in a their decision why derek why would you possibly be hesitant (laughs) well you know it's like i'm hesitant because i start believing that i think that's why i'm hesitant be be careful derek be careful i uh no i don't like getting into my ted lasso phase i'm talking about having the memory of a goldfish i'm slapping a sign over my door jesse i i don't want to get too excited about anything right but and it was a slow process for the astros even once strom came on they didn't immediately uh turn it over they still had one more year of of a losing season a sub 500 year before the astros were able to put it together and actually start winning right right it's just incredible to me that we've talked so much in the past about wanting and desiring to follow the Astros blueprint. Yet here we are kind of actually on that path, right? They didn't necessarily need to do the full rebuild thing, right? They didn't need to tank and be as terrible for as many years as the Astros did because they had that big draft in 2019 that they drafted 99 out of a hundred players you know, in the first 100. Right. But uh, it was, it's the fact that their farm system turned around so fast. They went from having one of the worst farm systems in the league to having one of the best between the Astros trade, the Zach Granke trade that he brought up some of the other trades and that draft. Yeah. So they are in a position now to actually kind of follow that, that blueprint with, with Strom here and with Joe Mather and Jeff Bannister. I I just, I, I can't believe that they really actually hired him. You know, he's the only name we've brought up on this podcast. He's literally the only one. The only name <laughs> and a name that we thought was unobtainable. The best, the best fit, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the, the, and everything that Chandler just said, I can't tell you how little he did to restrain my feelings of excitement about this hire <laughs> and the potential for this team now. Right. He just kept saying thing after thing that was exactly. Right, right, exactly what the Diamondbacks need. You know, Tori Lavolo is a guy that likes to uh, dic not not dictate, but he likes to allow his coaches to do their part. Now, not only does he have coaches capable, like that, have so much experience that they could be the manager of this team, but he truly has people that he can trust one hundred percent to get it done when it comes to handling the responsibilities he's given them. It's not to say that other people haven't, but when you look at the experience that other coaches on this team that were, you know, his his members of his staff that were on this team for 2021, there was not a lot of experience there. There just there, there was some like, I, I mean, Matt Hurgis had, you know, obviously had a number of roles and Darnell Coles was a hitting coach with the Rangers, I think, before coming sure. over. So so there, there not, was definitely experience, yeah, but I'm but not absolutely. saying their first year, first year hires, but. 
Jesse, between Strom and Bannister, you have almost 75 years of MLB experience. There's something to be said for that. There is something to be said for that. Well said, my friend. Well, (laughs) there's also something to be said about the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Let's be honest. Go over to DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use our code of PHNX and bet a dollar. I'm not even going to talk about the NFL. Why? Why? I mean, yeah, there's field goals and safeties and all that, but go bet $1 on an NBA game. The last zero to two game was a high school game in Alabama. So go bet a dollar and if on either team to score and you can win $100 in free bets. This is for new customers only. And obviously you got to use our code of PHNX. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook customers can get in the game with same game parlays. They want me to say get skin in the game. I don't feel that sounds weird. I want to say get skin in the game. Just get in the game. I say that because do you know how interested I am right now in Radford versus Virginia because I took the over? Extremely interested. I can't wait to find out what the final score of this game was. (laughs) You can too using same game parlays, multiple game parlays, multiple sport parlays. I am Mr. Parlay. Again, not as cool as old Patrick's big papa parlay i'll never forgive myself for not calling myself that but uh you can combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout or multiple games for a bigger payout whatever you want to do the more legs you add the more money you can win remember that DraftKings is safe secure and reliable best of all you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want uh that deal again for us was phnx and again if you bet one dollar on either the nba or the nfl you will get a hundred dollars in free bets if they score uh, 21 and over only Arizona only gambling problem dial 1-800 next step new customers only eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for details and while we're talking about phnx we talked all about the new hiring uh even though it's still not official from the arizona diamondbacks uh, we be talked by all about, yeah it definitely only, should be by Monday. Of time they were they were out golfing today so they were taking the day off but meanwhile the news was getting out uh this story Broke by Andy McCullough, by the way, about Brent Strom being the next pitching coach for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Strom did confirm the hiring. Like, uh, actually, we we got Chandler letting us know that he confirmed the hiring, right? But he also confirmed it earlier today on Fox 26. So uh, it is going to be, uh, you know, the Diamondbacks' new pitching coach. Can find out more about his resume, what he's done, and why. In particular, I find him to be a very special addition to this team over at gophnx.com. You can become a member using our annual membership option, and you will get a free T-shirt if you do. You can also check out what the PHNX Coyotes and PHNX Sun Show have to offer in regards to that because they might make that deal just a bit sweeter. Uh, If you want to do the month-to-month option, you'll get your first month for 50 cents. And remember, really, it comes down to you buying me and Jesse a cup of coffee once a month to sit down and talk to us. We're going to be here every day, every night, every morning. We're going to be here. We're going to be talking about D-backs. We're going to be getting excited about it. And you should be too because I think this team is going to be special. So we appreciate you guys join the family over at phnx.com or go phnx.com. And, you know, we have all sorts of special member, uh, you know, special little membership details and and things you can only get as being a member. Uh, Right now we have a buy one, get one free deal on sweet, sweet Phoenix Suns merch over at the PHNX locker. And let me tell you, I got my Phoenix Suns tattoo gorilla. I don't know what we want to call it. I don't know if we want to call it you want to call it the tattoo gorilla? I, I don't. Well, I mean, it's only that's only relevant because it's your tattoo. Like that's well, that's why we should call it that, that way. Should <laughs> okay. we call it the, the the mayoral gorilla? I don't know, but sure, they have an amazing sure. they have an amazing mayoral gorilla shirt because that's what we're calling it now over at PHNX. Uh, I got it today. It's so good. 
The shirt's such a high quality. I'm not trying to brag. I'm just excited about my personal purchase, right? It just so happens to be the company that I work for and adore. But this shirt is incredible. One thing I hate is when the designs on shirts, Jesse, are too small. And yeah, this, like it, it doesn't really pop as much. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. pop. It looks kind of awkward because it's centered and it's this, you know, big shirt. Not on, not on the mayoral gorilla shirt. It's gigantic and it it's colorful. It's orange and purple with the yellow background. Uh, go get yours over at the phnxlocker.com. Uh, Jesse, though, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. Our new friend Strami. I, I like calling him Strami. I feel like calling him Push Strami. <laughs> you guys pals now, or like what? Pa, pa Strami? You know, like Pa. Okay. Anyway, we'll we'll work oh something my out. Gosh. Strom, uh, he's been in the MLB since uh, 1970. So I wanted to do a little 1970s trivia with you, Jesse. Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> I got a little, I got a little few key information, key tidbits that happened the year that our new pal Brent Strom joined the MLB. Uh, and Je Jesse, do you want to do this like, uh, do you want to do this like <laughs> Jeopardy style, where I give you the answer and you have to ask the the answer in the form of the question? Or I think the odds of me up? knowing the answers to any of these questions are very is highly unlikely. All right. So you Let's can start. have me give the question or the okay. answer or whatever you All want. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this legendary band oh, broke God. up in 1970s. Not 1970s. 1970. This uh, influential legendary band broke up in the year 1970. Oh, Jesse, gosh. let's hear your guess. <laughs> uh, One of the biggest bands on the planet, Jesse. Uh, I don't know. Did the Beatles break up? Yeah, the there thing? it is. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, the Beatles. Right, yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, this one's I thought I heard something about that at some point. Yeah. Yeah. The Beatles <laughs> broke up in 1970. Uh, all right. So we got another one for you here. And this Great. one actually relates to Brent Strom. Uh, Jesse, this space mission later became a movie with the memorable tagline houston we've had a problem oh my gosh you derek this might be the first time you've ever referenced a movie on the podcast that i've actually seen oh my god <laughs> it is apollo 13 yes yes i'm yes. amazed i'm two for two this is why <laughs> this is incredible this is incredible all right uh, this one, we could play a little bit of a higher lower on this one. This was the cost of a gallon of gas in Ooh. 1970. Ooh. Cost of a gallon of gas cost in 1970. Cost of a single gallon of gas in 1970. Okay, before I answer this, isn't it now like like $4 to get a it's gallon absurd. of gas in Phoenix? Yes, absolutely. We actually just went to get gas and we refused to get it at a place because it was $4 and 19 cents a gallon. Oh my God. Yeah. So we were like, you know what? We're just going to let this sucker hit the light and we'll, we'll fill up back down towards town a little bit where I think we got it for like three eighty nine. you know, so not much cheaper, but Hey, oh like a quarter goodness. per gallon cheaper. So, uh, but yeah, this is, uh, uh, this this makes me miss the good old days. Let me tell you that much. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of the good old days. All right. So 1970. Um, I'm going to say it was. Um, let's say it was 93 cents. Oh, much lower, Jesse. Much lower? Really? <laughs> much lower. <laughs> wow. Much lower. 
even in the 70s? Oh even my in God. 1970. Much what was it like, lower. like 30 cents? A uh, little bit higher. A little bit okay. higher. Okay. 40 cents. Uh, lower. Cut the Split the difference. 35. One more up. 36. <laughs> 36 cents. Is that really necessary, Derek? You could <laughs> yeah. just tell me 36? Nope. No, we had to hit okay. the actual average. All right, uh, all right. But this is funny to me. We'll do one more. We'll do one more. Uh, this was the cost of a 25-inch color TV in 1970. Ooh, that's fascinating. Because that 25 was... inch. It's a it, yeah. It was a. It was kind of a new thing, right? That was, was a, a nice thing to have back then. Uh huh. Absolutely. This, this is a 25-inch cinema screen color TV. 25 25 inch that's like a decent i swear i've seen tvs in like like my grandma's house that were like 12 inches or something oh yeah like oh no completely... without a doubt we had a 13 inch in my kitchen when i was a kid and it was really? black and white yeah and really? it's what i used to watch my cartoons on when i would eat like lunch and stuff at the table yeah and i love that tv because it got the cartoon channels and that's all i needed it to do all right so i mean it's kind of it's probably kind of expensive then um I'll, i will give you that yes it is surprisingly expensive all right i'm gonna say it was uh four hundred dollars higher higher really much higher much higher <laughs> much yeah oh my gosh um is it a thousand uh under a thousand under a thousand all right 750 yeah we'll say at yeah, 739.95 for okay. a color TV, 25-inch color TV. Wow. Highway robbery. You could get yourself a 65-inch, uh, you know. I mean, L what is that in today? What is that in today's dollars? I mean, 740 bucks in that's the That's a 70s. lot of money. Yeah. I mean, if a, if a gallon of gas then was 36 cents, then, I mean, yeah, that's let's... been multiplied by like 12 since yeah. then. So, yeah. Yeah. That, wow. We're talking a whole lot of money. We're talking like uh, I don't know, like like Segway money or something like that, right? Something like, not to think as much, not as much money out of Candy Hendrix's pocket as we no, the other day. No, Probably but we'll spend much, more but... of it. We'll spend more of it. And speaking okay. of which, since <laughs> we do know now that the D-backs front office is listening to the podcast, Jesse, I wanted to see before we go. Did you have any other requests you'd like to make or throw out there for him? Uh, we just want to remind them we've already asked them for Robbie Ray, Max Scherzer, and Starling Marte back. <laughs> <laughs> um so did you have before before the window closes i don't know how long the window is open for is so it maybe I it's wanted, just this week maybe this is all we have absolutely absolutely did you want to get any other requests in is there anybody you want did you want to bring back the ball, bullpen cart uh um, no no do we want I'm, to address I'm baxter fine. and then no you're good wow see you're I'm, such a good kid man i can't no, believe i'm just it. talking about the bullpen cart i don't want oh you're good on that now. okay but what do yeah. you want what do you want for the team what's on your list well, did we talk about going back to the old uniforms this week? Because that ah, definitely yes. needs to be part yes. of the formal okay. request. Yes. Yeah. And I'm not talking about just for a Thursday night game. I'm not talking about once a week. I'm not talking about a, 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 a fun series here or there. I'm not talking about like what you did with the Serpientes jerseys. No, no, no. I'm talking about a full re-rebrand. Back. People would go crazy, Derek. They will people lose would, their goddamn would. minds, guys. I'm not joking. They will absolutely lose attendance their would mind. notice. Attendance would noticeably tick up if the it Diamondbacks really would. did that. I can just about guarantee you that more. Like everyone listening right now is like, oh my gosh! Like I would just have to go to a game just to see the Diamondbacks wear those uniforms, and it and would like, be like that all the time. Eventually, maybe it would get a little bit more normal. But sure, 
Sure. You to get you get at least two solid seasons of people showing up and buying all the merch. All the merch. Yeah, all the, the merch. merch look, the merch would oh, go insane. Look at what happened with insane. the Kachina jerseys. I was there in 96. People fucking hated those Kachina jerseys. They did That's not true. like those Coyotes jerseys back then, and they love them now. People have embraced their love for Arizona, and we've gotten to a point where people like even the turquoise bullshit at the at the stands on the side of the road and all of that stuff, man. Like so, like embrace it, embrace our Native American culture, embrace all of that. And I felt like that's what they did such a good job with. Now yeah. the jerseys are so bland, they're so lame, they're so just nothing. Like the only thing that excites me about them is the teal on the gray away jersey. That is it. That is yeah. like the sole thing that, that like keeps <laughs> my heart pumping. And like I'm up here defending those goddamn Serpientes jerseys because they're the only thing that makes me feel like you guys are doing something new and original. So please, for the love of God, go back. Go back to the purple. Go back to the black with the cool ass. Like I just I want to see those jerseys now kind of updated but not changed. Just right, you know, like right. with newer materials, better abilities to make things look sharp and cool on the jersey like sure. modern editions yeah modernize it a little bit right but just bring back the teal bring back the black purple i don't care that the the rockies do it i don't nobody does nobody does there's not a single person that ever complained in the history of me living in the state that said that i don't like the the diamondback stuff because it looks too much like the rockies nah no, never not once no. and let's be honest the rocky the colorado has some cool shit going on with their other teams so if someone should change maybe it should be the rockies updating their shit that they haven't changed that's since true the, the rockies are kind of a they're kind of a hot mess right now they it, are despite, despite what patrick might have might oh might he'll have believe. you believe everything so good <laughs> over there yeah right <laughs> Yeah, right. I don't believe it for a second. Uh, before we get off the topic of my request, um, don't think I'm not going to mention Dutch Brothers. So please have a seat <laughs> while I tell you all the reasons why we need to bring Dutch oh, Brothers Oh, man. Back. Here we go. First of all, I know you're bringing in some other co crappy coffee place. I've already seen them advertise, and I don't like it, and I don't care. You know why? Because I know that since they're advertising, there can be only one Jesse inside of Chase Field. I know that that means that Dutch Bros is not coming back. And I feel like we can do something right now before things go too far to circumvent this and get Dutch Brothers back in that stadium. <laughs> what other place had a line for drinks that went and turned left or right and went down the corridor because it was so big and long all the time? The biggest problem with Dutch Brothers was that it was causing a fire hazard with how many people were standing in line to get their sweet, sweet nectar of the gods. I don't know if that's why they got rid <laughs> of them. It is very sweet nectar at Dutch Bros. It is. Are you talking shit about Dutch Bros? Right I mean, now, I'm not necessarily saying it's good or oh, bad. Oh, you're in I'm Seattle. Just, you I'm think just... I won't find you? I will find you. <laughs> it is the, my favorite thing in the world. It was the only way I made it through several extra inning games. And let me tell you, that's I fair. cannot live without Dutch Bros. So I need it back. Uh, and I, uh, you know, what? I'll let you slide on Robbie Ray, Max Scherzer, and Starling Marte if you bring back Dutch Bros. That's all I'm saying. I don't <laughs> wow. need the other stuff. Bring back the jerseys and Dutch Bros, and you'll have me there all the time. Uh, I just needed to get that off my you chest. You just needed to vent. <laughs> I'm excited, Jesse Brent Strom. I mean, this is this is big for this team. And a lot of times, I try to keep things uh, in perspective. But this was one of those ones that we called our shot, and yet somehow it happened. I didn't really did. expect them to do it. I just really wanted them to get somebody that was going to bring that level of experience and leadership 
to this team. They already did it with Jeff Bannister after after they got Jeff Bannister. You we were already, already pretty uh pretty happy with Jeff Bannister. Oh man, I can't. <laughs> I've I changed my life after speaking to Jeff Bannister, and we talked for 15 minutes one time. Jesse, can you imagine the impact he's going to have on this team? Yeah, I'm trying to be a better person for Jeff Bannister, just in case <laughs> he checks in on me and sees how I'm doing. He wants to be like, Derek, how's things going? I want to be able to show him quantifiable proof that my life has improved since talking to him. <laughs> That's the kind of influence and impact he's had on my life already. But uh, I'm sure to, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to see if we can get Brent Strom on the show at some Absolutely. point. Absolutely, I want to I want to cut him off fun. at the pass with his own joke about BS. But we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. we now we get coming. him. I'm gonna get him. <laughs> you guys uh thank you guys so much for listening you can follow us on uh social media of course i'm at cap underscore k man with a k jesse is at jesse n freeman but all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports on facebook instagram and twitter also on twitter you can follow our account for this show at phnx underscore dbacks if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcast app please Uh, subscribe to us, leave us a five-star review and jump over to our YouTube page where you can subscribe there and sign up for notifications. You'll get all of this hot, fresh baked Arizona sports content from all of our different beats. But uh, yeah, we also ask you guys to become a member, join us over at gophnx.com. And uh, we appreciate the support on behalf of Jesse and myself. We thank you guys so much for listening and remember kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you bet on it.